Hey everyone, this is Cameron Williams with Glendale Post Sermon, or GPS. We like to know where we are spiritually, mentally, and as a body of Christ. And I'm here with Brian Shackman. It's good to be here. (laughs) Yet again. All right, let's start navigating. All set, let's go. Okay, so Brian, you talked a lot uh, last Sunday about um, how we can kind of look into ourselves and... uh, and give a little more, um, what do you think the difference is between being prudent and being selfish? Because that can be a very fine line. Yeah, I think it is a fine line. A helpful guide for me that I heard recently is someone said that you should find a way to give as much as you're saving for yourself. And oftentimes in churches, people talk about save 10%, give 10% to, um, some organization or thing, place that you believe in. I think that's a helpful, helpful barometer. And ultimately, I think helps you in things like budgeting and putting things together that you would have a certain percentage that you're saving for the future and being wise about that, but that you're also giving away. The story that I mentioned on Sunday was about a rich man who gets an abundant harvest. And then his immediate thought is, let's build a bigger barn. And we would look at that and go, wow, that's pretty wise. That's smart. He's not wasting it. But Jesus really calls him out and says, no, you got to think about where it is that what what you have is going to. And the story describes him as a rich man. And then he gets an abundant harvest. And then he has this reaction that he's going to build something bigger to store all of it. And I think that's just a way that we can easily fall into a trap of the more that we get, the more that we think about how I can store it and save it and guard it. And Jesus calls us to think differently, to think first when we are blessed financially in some way. How can I give some of this away? Who is it that I can give to? Who is it that I can reach out and bless with this wealth? Because it's a blessing and I need to recognize that. Yeah, we can get really caught up in how much we have and worrying about the future. We tend to think to ourselves we don't have enough or like I'm barely making worlds or barely making ends meet and it just we can we can get so caught up in that that we don't see that we could be managing our money maybe a bit better or we can be you know just putting a little bit of thought into it and really making a plan I think can really help in a lot of ways we tend to do our own thing or do what we've kind of always done but if you're you know, if you're not prudent with money, and you're like, well, I can't give because I'm not prudent with money, uh, then that's, you know, I, I think that's needs some self-correction and some self, you know, uh, reflection and, and to think that how, how can I save this money better so that I can give it more willingly or how can I? Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's just about creating a generous heart. Jesus talks about, um, having a good eye basically. And that's, how you see the world basically. And I think that's a really helpful image because if you are generous in what you have and willing to give some of it away, then you'll see the world as full of abundance and see that there's enough that you're going to be fine. Probably if you are willing to give some of what you have and there's a, there's an abundance that is available to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we can really get caught up. Um, in so many things. How do you think we get so caught up in the fear of giving? 
I think it's just hard. It's hard to relinquish that. Sometimes I think it comes down from the fact that we all work hard. In, in the United States, you have to work 50, 60-hour work weeks to just keep a, keep a job. And so we're working hard. And so part of it, I think, is that we think we've earned it or that it's owed to us, this like certain amount of money or this certain paycheck. And you think about all the work that you did to get that. And I'm not saying that people don't work hard. I think that we do. But it's a challenge then to understand, okay, what? how can I give part of this that I don't necessarily, I don't deserve. I didn't deserve to be born here. I didn't deserve to have the education and the opportunities that I did. And so instead of saying in some way like, oh, I'm owed all this, have a way, have a perspective that says I want to reach beyond myself and, and give some of what I have. Yeah. We, we can get very easily distracted by things that are going on around us and we can worry a lot about what's coming tomorrow, what's coming the next day. Um, but my dad always used to tell me that this isn't yours. Like the, the stuff that you, you give, get and you earn with your own, it's, it's in a way you're giving back to what's owed. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you don't necessarily like, like you said, you don't decide where you're born or you don't decide your circumstances in, in that way. But that doesn't mean that you're not, you know, alive because of someone else. You're not, um, you know, and your job is being given to you by someone else. It's like everything that you surround yourself with technically isn't yours. You're just kind of like going with it. You're kind of doing what you need to do in the moment. And I think that can be very, a very sobering thought because when you realize that even the money that you earn and the house that you have and, and all the things is like, it's not technically yours. It comes from somewhere and, and you should be able to, to give that or to, to at least find a way to purpose that we're, we're responsible over that th those things, but they're, they don't really truly belong to us. And, and if we, took too much ownership it's it's almost like we belong to the stuff now we belong to our money we belong to our bank accounts can't really you know differentiate yeah definitely yeah. and I, I think that it's easy to lose gratitude when you're in that space where you just think that the world owes you a certain standard of living or a way of life and every once in a while we need to be shaken out of that and really think have have the opportunity to think about that we live at a really blessed time and there's a lot of things that we enjoy that no one in human history really ever has and then we need to get out outside of ourselves a bit and find ways to give generously to people who uh, we can bless and I think that's one that's cool about that is just being able to think like okay how can how can I use what I've been given as a blessing yeah just framing it like that yeah, even if it's just today, even it's like, okay, what have I been given today that I can give back today and mm -hmm. just really, you know, practice definitely it's gratitude doesn't, uh, I've heard it once said that gratitude doesn't come when you have something to be grateful for. It's when you're grateful for the things you have Yeah, that gratitude can build up in, inside you. And, and, and I truly think that gratitude is the first steps to, to, um, abundance is to to getting you know the things when you're when you're grateful for something truly you you're able to use that in in a way that benefits not only yourself but everyone yeah um 
and so true gratitude can really kind of cut through the the selfishness of of how we can get with our possessions yeah um uh there's there's also something uh, that i that i heard one time that um the world is 70% safer uh today than it was 10 years ago and that statistic almost grows like 10% every 10 years we can really get in our own heads about the world not being a safe place or or i need to store up for this or i need to but it's actually even with because you know there is stuff going on but even with everything that's going on it's still 70% safer than it was 10 years ago and it and that's increasing yeah and i i think it's it helps you to put to just get in a perspective of trust trust that there's enough even in in the old testament when the israelites are delivered from slavery and god is leading them through the desert which at times they complain and say oh i just wish we were back as slaves cuz at least we ate canned meat back there uh, which is bad if you're dreaming of spam, but mm-hmm. that's what they're that's what they're thinking of. And God then gives them manna, which is this this daily bread idea. And if you stored it, then it was going to spoil. And there are times that it did. And that idea of you know like really receiving that daily bread and the sustenance and recognizing it every single day is still really important for us, even as you think about your body, how your body's designed, your body doesn't function at its best if you're eating way too much. You know, if you are storing a bunch of extra food, like literally inside your body, you don't function as well. So I think we need to just ask, how do we receive that daily bread and then give some of it away and just live with that feeling of gratitude all the time yeah there's always that guy at that party that's like well this is gonna go to waste i might as well you know just eat it yeah and you know eating in excess doesn't really mean that it's not you know it's it's still gonna go to waste somewhere right yeah yeah Yeah, one way or another if you eat too much or you store too much it's it is going to waste it is um and we don't normally think of that we we think of like protection and how that is um an important part of our finances and our wealth is to kind of hold that and and to see where that goes or invest or or you know not not giving back without uh you know something to be given back to us yeah um how can we challenge ourselves to become more generous givers i think just by asking the simple question what what percentage do i give right now what percentage of what i make do i give away and then asking yourself the question, how can I increase that? Mm, can yeah. I give more of it away? Honestly, there's debate about what the tithe is as far as the New Testament law. The Old Testament talks about a 10% tithe. But then in the New Testament, what does that mean? Like, do we have to? Does Jesus continue that idea? And there's some debate around that. But quite honestly, for most of the people who are going to be able to listen to this podcast— 10% probably isn't enough. Like, oh, yeah. That you probably should find as many organizations that you can to bless and say, okay, what what percent did I give away? How, how can I increase my my giving and not just be holding to a rule and say, oh, it just has to be this. Or No, it's. I think Jesus would say, be as generous as possible. Being yeah. wealthy is, is a blessing, and it's not supposed to stop with you. Let it keep going. Yeah, and it is a challenge. We, you know, for for a lot of people, um, we are in the top one percent, like we've said in 
uh, podcast past. Uh, and that can be a, uh, a revelation to most of us, but we still, you know, we have our problems, we have our issues and we have to continue to, you know, take care of those things, but they can, you know, we, we can get caught up in that distraction. We can get caught up in, in thinking so much of all the problems that we have and, and all the things we have to pay and, you know, I have to earn this much in order to kind of make it through the week. Um, but there, you know, there are little things that we can do if we just pay attention and we just look and and make that plan for ourselves. I, I'm sure that there's more abundance than what we even see sometimes, than what we feel we have to have to live, to live our lives and to, you know, and and there's always new things there's always new things to to discover in in our world and we can get distracted by kind of what we have now and we can think oh that this is this is all i've got this is you know but we you know we need to challenge that and challenge what how we feel about money how we feel about you know, we are we're people of faith and so we should be able to kind of go forward and and use that faith for for ourselves definitely yeah yeah, because we can really get caught up in in our finances so much that we don't really see all the good that we can do, um, even without our money. We 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 don't see uh, like contributing in other ways, and and I think that can sometimes lead to us giving more when we know where the uh, where the money's going. Yeah, and I I think for for our church we decided that kind of this this last year we thought of as building as a noun because we did some things with our worship space and repainted the outside of our building, which at this point I think there's not as many stumbling blocks to people who would have not necessarily entered our church before, uh, and we continue to get compliments from people who say that it looks really great. But our thought for next year then is what does it look like for us to make building a verb and us all building together uh, towards something that means volunteering it means showing up it means finding ways to be involved in the ministries that we're already doing and then thinking creatively about how we can expand those things and move beyond uh, those things and part of that is financially that we need people to commit financially and help us with the things that we're doing and be part of that building and recognize that through their giving they can truly propel this church forward and help us to do way more than we did in 2019 uh, in 2020 and beyond yeah yeah um when we get more connected to the community i think we really feel and know that our money's going towards the right opportunities for people the right uh places where it needs to be and when when we are involved and when we are uh, working towards that uh, physically, I think that's when uh, the the gratitude can can come in and and start to shift our hearts into giving more with just everything we have, not just our time or our money, but just all of it. Yeah, becoming uh, more servant like in, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's time for us today. Thanks again for joining us, Brian. Of course. And thank you for joining us today on Glendale Post Sermon. Our podcast Instagram handle is at Glendale Post Sermon, and you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church on Instagram and Facebook. 
you can find me on Insta at Cam the Voice. Glendale Church's website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Our services are every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in sunny Southern California. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon.